All right, what's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the Dallas Diehards podcast coming at you for a preview for this Sunday's game. I, as always, am comedian Smith Cilio, sitting with the homie Colby Howard. Yes, sir. Here yet again, ready to look forward to one of the, the worst weeks when we play the Redskins. I just hate playing the Redskins. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of Washington. But I got to say, of the NFC. That's true, yeah, we got to call them Washington because we're trying to do. See, I still do. It's hard, man. It's hard because that name, though, is rough. Yeah, for people that don't know, um, me and Spencer, as a lot of America does, we think the whole uh, Washington football team's mascot is a little racist so we're trying to pepper in calling them the washington football team calling them anything and anything but the pejorative term i don't really i'm not like staunch about it like i don't really give too much of a shit you know what i mean i just personally i feel weird when i say like i hate the redskins yeah that's true (laughs) yeah you take that sound bite out of context and yeah bad things that's a rough one yeah for sure sure. uh so i was rolling through some cowboys news just uh stuff that's broken recently we have cut kellen moore thank god we got rid of that roster spot for i don't even know why he was on the roster he'll most likely slide to the practice squad too he felt like a ball boy that somehow got a jersey (laughs) you know what i mean just somehow he's just on the team he looks like just like a teenager he looks like a teenager and he's got that Peyton, he's got that Eli Manning dumb face out. With the, none of the athleticism. Yeah, like just that super Peyton Manning dumb face. Um, but yeah, real glad to see that Kellen Moore is not on the team. I do think Cooper Rush is uh, is just better. I mean, he's just younger. They can teach him more. He's just going to be a better, he's a perfect backup. He's exactly what you want in a backup quarterback, you know? He really is. He's got, he's got potential, which is one thing you want in a backup. And he's got like a lot of... And every you know, and, and I mean he's only had the one preseason, of course. But in that one preseason, you know he played well. People kind of started talking about who Cooper Rush was and if he could do it, you know, consistently on a long term. And then he comes back the very next preseason game, does the same thing, does it in the third one, the you know the the dress rehearsal game after the starters leave, and then starts the fourth game like a. I mean, just uh, what I think he finished the preseason with seven touchdowns, no picks, something like that. Yeah, and the way he performed in that in the game we saw that fourth quarter action. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's don't get wrong, it, it's all garbage it. time, but garbage still. time. But still, no. for me, I want a backup quarterback that doesn't doesn't care what the score is or if it's garbage time or not. He just goes into place, and I feel like that's what he did. He seems like one of those guys that's ready to go at any moment, and that's yeah, what you need. for sure. You never yeah. know. All right, let's run through a little bit of, of uh, some of the Redskins news. They are dead. Like the whole team. The oh yeah, injuries. they're all they injured. Have, it's yeah, ridiculous, yeah, it is man. Ridiculous. They lost their offensive their... line. Is ridiculous. You got no Trent Williams. You got no Brandon Sheriff. You've got maybe Morgan Moses. Probably not. Even their swing tackle. I don't know his name because he's their swing tackle. <laughs> probably won't play. Like it's re- yeah. You're missing two starting tackles and a guard. And Morgan Moses is your other guard who might not play. So five of their six top offensive linemen are injured. Hurt. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, and especially right. looking at a Cowboys defensive line that has been dominant and has two especially dominant players. Uh, For sure. It's probably most likely going to be a good Sunday to be a Cowboys fan. It really should. I think this is such a major test, right? Because I went back and I you know, I watched a lot of the Redskins highlights from their past couple games. Because, you know, I mean, I'd seen them part in time, but... Um, it's I, nice to watch them with the analytical And really this, just kind of look you know? at it. And what, especially against that f- the 49ers game. I mean, they, you know, they weren't really dominant against that team yeah. you know what i mean so if if we can't really i mean we should beat the redskins not only should we win the game but we really need to win it convincingly yeah you know for sure mean? yeah definitely should be washington just like we did against the 49 like i want whenever they if they do score at the end of the game we're like cool garbage time touchdown who cares and, and it won't touchdown. be because nfc east is always gonna be a battle and 100 they're gonna come ready to play with, they their, always do. with the fact that they don't have really healthy offensive linemen they do have bill callahan the former cowboys yeah. offensive line coach who's fantastic and I really just believe in his ability to get people ready. I mean, they're like signing dudes and thinking like, Off "Hey, can we, can we yeah, start? Can, we, can you play this weekend?" Like, yeah, it's great. And the, and uh, um, what's his name? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he came out and said that uh, not they're not going to dumb down their offense in any way because of That's the lack smart. of offensive linemen. That's not smart. 
I don't know how I feel about it as far as intelligence, but if uh, I mean you don't have to dumb down your playbook, but my whole thing is like if you got to call the play and then tell bit. those three offensive linemen what they need to do, I'd rather that than them go to pass block on a run play. You know what I mean? Or yeah, so uh, vice versa. Like I would much rather simplify the playbook and be able to run ten plays successfully than none of them successfully. That's gonna be the the prime matchup for me. Like if. Because I, I really think we have a, a solid defensive line right now. Oh, at this point, I'm sold on it. Yeah, we've I'm been, not sold on it. Because well, I mean, we've been through enough part of this year that they've looked good the Packers, enough. Right, but the Packers don't have a really solid offensive line. You know what I mean? That's true. And that's yeah, where we look dominant. That's true. And then we look dominant against the 49ers, who are just a goddamn dumpster fire all garbage across team, the board. Yeah. Yeah. So I really I need to see it again this week. And it, and, and then, I mean, you need to keep it going. Obviously, it's, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, I need gotta to keep it. you got to win the battle it. of the trenches, yeah. But the the problem is, man, like this is, I mean, a weak offensive line. Yeah. And uh, I was looking at this. They the the Redskins don't use the receivers at all. Like as far as oh, go. for sure. There's only two teams in the league that use the receivers less, and that's the Bills and the Bears. And I think part they of that's because no they're quarterbacks and they have no receivers. They have no receivers. Yeah. So Terrell Pryor got benched last week. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's not playing. He's a just has not worked out for them in any way. That's crazy. Which is surprising because I was really worried about that signing. But no, he's not playing. Like he's just well, that's good. a non factor. So out. something not to worry about there. And, and the fact that they don't have an O line, don't even play throw it out, out wide. Not wide at all. We should be just should be dumb. super easy. We just yeah. gotta worry about it. Uh they have this dude Chris Thompson, you know, twenty five. Oh, yeah, back. Chris Thompson is the truth, unfortunately. He's got the just that scat back thing that always kills the Cowboys. Yeah, he's got the thing that destroys the Cowboys where he's not fast, he's not strong, but so he's just agile. nimble. And yeah. like he's just one of those people like the like almost like Jason Witten comes to mind. Like he doesn't do anything where you're like, That's why he made you miss. He just makes you miss. He just moves out of the way and you seem to just fall by the wayside. Yeah, it's, um, it's frustrating because they throw it to him a lot. I think he's leading their team in receptions right now. So that's what I'm worried about to see how Sean Lee and Anthony Hitchens can stay with him in coverage. For that's sure, something they yeah. both struggle with. For and sure. it's all right because they're good run defenders and they're solid linebackers. But for sure, this like the scat back, the quick guys, will be, we do yeah. the worst against. Yeah, so exactly. I'm really nervous about that. That's the thing I really want to see. But um, what is good is Sean Lee's been, you know, his normal participation, participation in practice, yeah. um, and as has Anthony Hitchens. And me and you stumbled upon this stat sometime during the week between podcasts. Um, but the Cowboys, during their last 16 regular season games that both Anthony Hitchens and Sean Lee have played, 14-2. and two. Ridiculous. That's mad impressive, right? That, and it doesn't seem like you wouldn't like I wouldn't consider Anthony Hitchens that key of a player. I would consider Sean Lee that key of a player, but them it's two the together duo. is yeah. what it is. It's the the smartness and then the athleticism. You know what I mean on the other side to make up for yeah. the lack thereof. Well, I don't think Anthony Hitchens is that much of a super athlete. I think he's just he just knows how to play the position, right? He's just a solid linebacker since since his rookie year. I, he has. I don't think he's really gotten that much better since his rookie year. But he, you know what I mean. He's still just solid always in the right position and always knows the playbook that's the biggest thing he knows what everyone should be doing and that's that's really what you for want. sure yeah i would say i don't know i think he's gotten a little better because there was it's improved there was a time where i was like anthony hitchens on the field oh this might not go well See, um, I, I disagree I, i've always been on his, on his bandwagon i thought he was good since his rookie year i thought he was good yeah i don't know i just i do think he has shown um shown a little bit of improvement but yeah that's that uh 14 and 2 last 16 games with both in play it's pretty pretty incredible yeah I mean, this is, for me is a must-win for the Cowboys, right? Oh, NFC, absolutely. NFC yeah. East no. matchup. And we talked about it. Three. We're in that meat of the schedule where if yeah. you're going to be a playoff team and you're going to do something in the playoffs, you got to start winning now. I mean, fortunately, this year, not really. Because you can make the playoffs not with a great record. I mean, the NFC, the NFC's, the whole league is just middle. Everywhere's yeah, middle. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. we were talking about 9-7, and 8-8. Eight 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 probably makes the, the, makes the yeah, wild card. So, you know, you're probably going to be able to make it. But regardless. at the same time, I but, don't yeah. I don't want us just getting into the dance. I want a home playoff game. I'd prefer to have two home playoff games. What's really but, frustrating me is we lose one one really bad game and then two close games. 
and everyone's written us off. We're talking about like riding off the season. And then what really pisses me off is Stephen A. Smith act like he had a hot take saying the Cowboys aren't done six weeks through the season. Nobody's done six weeks through the year. You can go 0 and 6, but come back and win 10 straight games. You're 10 and 6, top of your division, and you have a whole, you host a playoff game. It's not six games like, through. Dak you don't Prescott's know anything. Balling out. We've been dealing with suspension issues. We've had. Not to mention the distraction. Oh, man. Speaking of continuity, man, I, Jason Garrett came out and said that. Uh, Jonathan Cooper starting left guard is not definite. You know, I think he's I think he's just saying that to keep the competition open. I hope I, I hope, hope it's so, to, to build that like oh everybody's going to work for every position and not even Zeke is the guaranteed starter. I hope that's why he's saying that because uh, Jason Garrett else, is that man? guy. Yeah, he is that guy for sure. For sure. For sure. But who who else, man? Like who else are you are you putting back there? Because it's him. I mean, like he's the guy for, for for me at least. I don't. I can't imagine. Anyone else? No, yeah, oh, 100%. No, I mean, it's, it's got to be him, and I hope that Jason Garris, you know, just saying that strictly for the fact that he doesn't want, you know, your Chaz Greens of the world, your Chaz Green on the Cowboys, just to stop trying, not, you know, not put in the work like they need to. He seems like a guy that has motivational issues, so I guess I can see that. Maybe it's kind of one of those power plays where he's trying to. I think that's got to um, be it, because we know Garrett at this point knows what he's doing. He's a pretty smart dude. I think he I think he does a great job in handling the media, too. Like, I, you know, I like what Jason Garrett tells us. Sometimes you get a little mad because we want more information as the people that He's a goddamn robot. absorb it and exactly but at the same time that's what i want in a coach i want a robot yeah. i don't want a coach where i'm like fuck what's he gonna say and you don't want i'd much rather jason garrett than rex, rex ryan. ryan exactly yeah because yeah. rex ryan's medias were a circus his media shows were a circus and not in a good time. way no, like, it was not, oh let's see what yeah. stupid joke he makes and talk about his mark sanchez tattoo yeah. but so we know this is what everyone's gonna talk about i don't really watch espn because i can't handle their bullshit i'm sure they're already talking about it but the old uh Des Bryant versus Josh Norman again, right? Oh, like those everyone... stupid Samsung commercials in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we actually got to see the product that they're they're banking off of. So the, I read an article that Josh Norman did with um, the Bleacher Report. Pretty good article. Just go check it out. Um, it's a cheesy ass title, something about him being the last warrior. I don't know. He's ridiculous, right? So I like to I like to see what Josh Norman thinks because I think he's ridiculous, right? And this is a quote from Josh Norman about Des Bryant. Uh, for other guys. He probably will do the worst to them because he'll bully them. But you can't bully a bully. You know what I'm saying? That's why his game doesn't resonate to me. That That's not the right word to use there. Resonate? Yeah, it is. I guess. Wouldn't it resonate with you, not to you? I don't know. Maybe that's the same Whatever. Thing, but. That's, that's semantic. Anyway, but like <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I find just so weird about that, it, I mean, it's it's a little accurate because that's really the way Dez plays. He does bully corners and and Josh, Josh Norman, Norman is, so is a bully as a corner. And that's why I think Dez has struggled against Josh Norman so much. But man, I really I want Des to come out and just dominate. Man. Oh, just just like wow, just absolutely school him. Who was the what was the Eagles corner that spoke out against Des? He said he had lost it the week before they played. Des caught three touchdowns on him. Maybe he caught uh, two. Man. I don't know. Uh, but there's so just, many Eagles just, corners yeah, that have exactly. gone through and gotten burned by yeah. Des Bryant. <laughs> it just know? reminds me of that exact situation because it was a couple years ago. Um, they were playing. You know, they're about to go into Philadelphia, and some fucking dumbass said that he he thought Des was washed up and that he couldn't play like he used to. And then Des caught three touchdowns against him. And what classic Des Bryant fashion? Like ah, I told you so. Walked away. Yeah, I mean this year Des has been a little down. He's only got 28 catches for 327 yards, four touchdowns. I like the four touchdowns though. The four touchdowns has been nice, and especially. I need him to get a lot of yards. I Especially need him just to get that red zone Arizona touchdown, man. He caught it and decided, like, I am going to score. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's Beast that mode. old Des. That that's that, mode. like, 
Yeah, but we really have just lost that that stance and speed, man. That's that's the only problem. Okay, I got one more weird thing that I noticed uh, from that Josh Norman article that I read. Go ahead, yeah. This homie tries to re- uh, he tries to talk about the way he like goes up at his op- opponents. Um, he said, basically, I look at my opponent who I'm going against. I see what my task is, my assignment. You've seen the movie Assassin's Creed, right? Like an the agent. movie Assassin's Creed? That's exactly what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> There's Dude. like 17 games. Yeah, I, the fact that Josh Norman's reference for Assassin's Creed is the, is the movie. Oh, man, I lost all respect for him when Josh I saw Norman's that. Norman's out on pop like, culture. He doesn't know Dude, what's he doesn't going know on anything, man. Uh, it's ridiculous. He's only good at football. He knows nothing about po- yeah. Just the fact that that it bothered me. I just want to also want to yeah. No, on that's him a little bit uh, there. that's oh. And then here's another. Um, uh, he he said the guy doing the article goes, let's do a little word association with receivers. Des Bryant question mark. His response: That's a guy, just a guy. Des was Des in 2012, 13, 14, period, maybe 14. Now question mark. He's just he's a guy. Which is ridiculous because 14 is definitely his best season ever. Yeah, I was going to say, 14 is the year he has 16 touchdowns, right? Yeah, 15 is when he gets hurt and he has a shit year, and then he hasn't really been what 14 was. But the fact that he doesn't know shit about his career, and he's like, oh, maybe 14, you're just talking shit. You don't know what the fuck No, you don't know. And that's also, I hate that question. You're just leading him to say something that's outrageous. You know what I mean? Like, oh, let's do a word association with the guy you'll be playing this week. Yeah, he did. What are you going to do? Friendly? Awesome. He hit him with that one, and he hit him with the Odell Beckham Jr. You know, he went through all the shit. It was stupid. But yeah, that's that's a little much. My, right? my thing I like from from Dak it, or from Des, God, their names are so similar. It's it so similar, man. Yeah. I'll be calling. Uh, I'll be saying like Deke all the time, which is yeah, just we just a combine them. Oh, it's like, brutal. Yeah, I'm talking about Zach and Deke at the same time. You know, it's Deke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so the thing I like about Des is that he's really being that red zone threat. We saw it last week against San Francisco that huge catch, and he's you know he's got four touchdowns on the year through six games. I mean, I like it. I can't. You can't ask for any more. Honestly, you definitely I mean, can't. You definitely want to see more work. Through the middle of the field, right? I want to see some more slants. I want to see, see more maybe like receptions. You know what I'm saying? Just, just some more receptions. More catches, just, yeah. It used to be the the guy that you'd go to on when third down. Catch. Every now time. I feel yeah. like it's just Dak. Well, Dak's, you know, who's open guy, but still. He really is. That's the thing. He's, he's a lot more just just sharing it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's at all. Whereas I think Romo was like, I'm about to get sacked. Where's Dez? He's over here. Throw it. You know what which I mean? Which made for some exciting plays and also some made interceptions. Some, it made for the helmet catch, which is yeah. the greatest catch I've ever seen. But now, what I like to see. With that that Des wrinkle, and we've talked about this, I think you know, on the last podcast, just about how good we've been in the red zone. And then uh, I saw this stat today that just blew my mind. Talking about uh, Prescott last year, and then again this year. So last season, Prescott completed twenty nine of fifty red zone passes for two hundred twenty four yards with fourteen touchdown passes and only one pick. Ooh, and that one pick was ratio. the Eagles game against that uh, yeah, Jordan Hicks. Well, that one Hicks. was terrible. Yeah. But uh, you know, also to be fair, Jordan comes, Hicks didn't make a play. And, and never forget, he comes back and wins the game in overtime. Yeah, yeah. Never forget. Uh, <laughs> but then, uh, so that that, that that amazed me. Uh, and then the Cowboys scored a touchdown on thirty eight of fifty seven red zone possessions, the same percentage they are through six games this season. Prescott has completed 15 of his 16 throws in the red zone for 89 yards this year with eight, eight touchdown touchdowns. passes and zero picks. That is astounding. Those are some great decks. Great job digging up the stats. And I then those you. those eight touchdowns right there are to five different players. That's mad right, right to your point where that's, you're saying that he just shares it. Whoever's yeah, open. Yeah, whoever's open. Whoever's and that's open. really the difference with, the, with this, right, with Dak, uh-huh. is that he's just so much more a part of the system. Tony would seem to kind of like, I got to do this for me. I'm going to put the team on my I feel back. Like 
You know what I mean? I like and, a, and Dak really plays within the system. He has that mentality, but without doing too much. Well, I think a big reason for that is, too, is the system that Tony's in at the end of his career is literally built just on what he can do. You know, that's what you do. Whenever True. your quarterback's established, yeah. you build your kind of your offensive playbook on what they're good at and what they're bad at. You kind of take that out. So I think that's part of it. Is like Tony's like, this is built for me. So it's a lot of deep routes. It's a lot of double moves. You know, it's a lot of isolated things like that. I feel like Dak is like, shit, I'm just going to come out there and fucking throw. You're open. I'm going to throw it to him. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, I don't, he yeah. doesn't care about that whole, like, well, we called this play for the double move. He might be open. Let me toss it up. So I feel like he's like, well, that, I don't care about that. That's open. I'm taking that all day. He seems to be less emotional and a lot more just instinctual. That yeah. he's just always just, uh, analytical and just clinical. On it. On, like, on yeah, it. Like, for there, sure. he's not, there's, as much as I love Tony, that was the biggest problem, right? That he could be a little emotional. Like he wanted to get the ball to Witten. You know what yeah, I mean? And he also and then he wanted to get to wanted Dez. to make yeah. that. And I think I don't know. I think Tony wanted to make the play that wins the game. I feel like Dak just wants to, to make win the play the that's game. in front of him. No, he just wants to win the no, game. I think he just makes the <laughs> play true. that's yeah, in yeah, front. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think Tony yeah. is like, you know, he'll score and look at the clock. Like, damn, okay, if they do this, we'll have this much time. I feel like Dak is like just touchdown, dumb. cool. Y'all do whatever. I got the ball back. Cool, we're gonna win. You know what I mean? Like, or he's so like, locked in at all times. Oh, cool. Forty-five seconds. Go the whole field. Score touchdown. Nice. Got you. You know what I mean? Like, it's incredible. Yeah. And speaking of, man, look at Dak's stats so far through 2017. Uh, 128 uh, for 204. That's 62.7%, which kicking ass right there. 1,426 yards, 14 touchdowns, and four picks. Three of those picks are on batted, batted balls. balls yeah. And, 98 uh, passer rating and three rushing touchdowns. 98 passer rating is insane. And uh, it was out. cool. We actually got a message from one of our fans today, and uh, that was one of the questions that he, you know, asked him if there's anything we can answer for him on the show, and he wanted Hell to know yeah. Dak's, Dak's stats thus far. So sent him in the message, but we did want to mention it here. We also went ahead, since we're awesome like that, and uh, did the math on, you know, if that trend continued, all of uh, Dak's finishing stats, what they would end up being. Let me <laughs> yeah. see what he has. Oh, I see him. You're trying now, to reach so. over and read. Yeah, nah, so man, it's so, uh, 3,802 yeah. yards is what he's on pace for with 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, which he's on track for 10.6 interceptions, and I trust Dak. We're going with 10. I mean, in all honesty, he's probably going to end up it's like probably gonna seven be less. if yeah. all these bat balls stop. Um, but, yeah, so he's also rushed thus far for three touchdowns, so we're putting him on pace again. We rounded up. We're going seven, maybe eight there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, again, on pace for a monster year. And it, I say again, sophomore slump where? And yeah, sophomore for slump, real. who? <laughs> yeah, I mean, speaking of, if you want to point a sophomore slump, you could say Zeke. I mean, he's down a whole yard on per attempts. Uh, you know, he's only got 540 rushing yards this year, which, I mean, look, it's not terrible. It, it's, it's not bad through it, six games. It's still a great running back. Especially it, when you consider you finished one of those games with eight yards. Exactly. You know, but really the the problem is just the whole suspension, right? If oh, that doesn't happen, I think, over him too. You I know, think he's playing like, exactly how he was last year. And it's also losing Ron Leary yeah, and Yeah, and he's Doug all kind of snap out of it in that amazing San Francisco game. He snapped out of it a little bit, kind of got back For to sure. his old self. But yeah, I think, it's I think just, he's going to be really dominant this Sunday. I think it's impossible to play under those circumstances, man. Like, just having the, like... Because my whole thing is typically as an athlete, you might be worrying about an injury or, you know, a roster move. Maybe somebody's a little better than you. Maybe they might play this weekend. But you're not worrying, like, is the law going to allow me to, to play? play. That's you just know a what whole I mean? other like, wrinkle that he's got to deal with. And whenever you throw in the wrinkle on top of that wrinkle where he was found innocent, he was never tried, he was never, you know, they never even fucking filed charges against him. And he's still having to worry about, like, from his employer, who I guess not really his employer, but from the union in the uh, the NFL, he still might not be able to play. Like, I think that's ridiculous, man. He just got to keep dealing like, with that every like, single day. That'd be like if you and I got a speeding ticket that we got thrown out or something, and then our job 
was like, wait a minute, but but we're going to do our own investigation. And when we're done with our investigation, you might be able to work. You'd be like, what the fuck, dude? The, the law, the people who decide that said I was okay. It's just it's crazy. astounding, man. It's all because of the media attention, right? It's just the fact that the NFL is under so much heat. Oh, 100%. The, yeah. and it's got, it's it all goes point. back to Ray Rice. Yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's all Ray Rice's fault. If I could just fucking break that security camera on that elevator, it just... Things would have gone better for Ray Rice, for sure. Dave Chappelle has such a great bit on the uh, the Ray Rice hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, dude, man, I just don't understand what he was. Oof. Yeah, yeah, just, oof. just lots of oof there. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, because of that, we, uh, we're now dealing with this Zeke hypocrisy and this crazy situation of, is he going to play, is he not going to play? Ridiculously yeah. distracting. Um Man, as far as looking towards this Sunday, I don't have anyone on the Redskins defense I'm really worried about. You know what I mean? I, there's not. They don't uh, have anything. I was going through their roster. Safety you know what that I mean? they signed. Uh, what, BJ Swearinger is that his name? No, um, they signed him from Baltimore. His name is very hard to pronounce. Uh, oh, in a nacho. Guy, big hitter guy. That guy is yeah, cool. That yeah, guy is he's cool. Pretty good. He's pretty solid. You're right there. Um, well, and, and then of course Josh Norman with the way he punches the ball out. I just don't want that to happen. And yeah, then, I definitely don't need that to happen. Yeah, I would say pretty much just him and Josh Norman. Maybe. Um, like the more I've looked through this game. You know, and watching the Redskins last couple of games. Oh, there's no is, reason we should. They're lose. not a good team, and I don't see a way that we lose this game. And the, for me, this is such a test for this Cowboys team. I think we're the real deal. I think we're going to go in and and, and decidedly win this game. But goddamn, do I you need to see gonna, it? I think they're going to wear the alternate blues. They usually do at a time, you know, like on the road. That would be I bet they do. I hope so, man. The blues are cool. I like them. We should like wear them more. Uh, I feel I'm a little the tired of the white blues weird stigma thing. Although I'm not going to lie, it just rhymes. That's the only yeah. reason. Uh, but yeah. The white, the white, and the uh, you know the the white and blue jerseys for the Cowboys—they're so iconic and classic, though. Like I feel like that's one of the most recognizable things. Like you could for show, sure, yeah. you know, you could show somebody who doesn't really know anything about football, and to even take the star off of the helmet and just show them the dude in the jersey without the helmet—I feel like that's a cowboy. You know what I mean? Like they would know that probably more than most teams. That yeah. instant recognition. Oh, I would say almost. It really just depends on age range, right? Like if you grew up in the '90s, you're gonna you're gonna think Cowboys, but but people that grew up. You know, like the millennial people, they're not going to associate with the Cowboys. They're going to think Patriots, honestly. You know what I mean? I think they're the more recognizable team of this generation, at least. Maybe. I mean, they were definitely the the team of, you know, that decade, the first, the first decade. In the and this decade. And, yeah, unfortunately. I mean, they're on two decades of dominance. They started in 2001. Yeah. And they haven't really stopped. Yeah. Not really at once. Like, it's ridiculous, man. I wonder if it's just a coincidence that they win the first Super Bowl after 9-11. Nah, I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> I took a uh, real conspiracy turn there. <laughs> I, just think it, I just think it is kind of funny, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't with, What I want to see, really, like pointing to your, your pa- with the Patriots thing, can't we see Dak kind of be the next Brady? And then we get a little 20-year run going? Um, oh, man. I would be so happy, man. I just don't know, like... So, like, you know, Brady, Tom Brady, for example, we, the reason why we say we think he's the next Brady is because he's super smart. He's always trying to get better. He's always and trying to... And it's the to, attitude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure it's that, 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 that championship like, aura got around it. Yeah. you. Like, um, he's got that it factor that you just can't... How much better could Dak Prescott get? Like, that's the scary thing about the rest of the NFL. I think he can get a lot better. Oh, I think he can, too. But, yeah. like, my Because God, he works... Man. And works. And oh, I works, think we're, and we're works, at a point in like two or three years where he's consistently hitting like forty five hundred yards, like forty touchdowns. I mean, like we talked about it just a second ago, but he's on track for thirty eight hundred. Like, well, and if you count uh, count the rushing touchdowns and uh, you know combine those touchdowns, he's on pace for more than forty. So I mean, that's it's ridiculous. That's astounding, man. dude. Like that's just ridiculous. In his second, second year. year in the fucking and league. in a not a pass first offense. No, and in, in a, a, yeah, not even not a, fa- a a definite run first offense. You know what I mean? Like, Fortunately, that hasn't been working out. 
but yeah, well, okay. we're supposed to be run first. Yeah. I mean, look, like, we really had back into it, yeah. last week and Green Bay. Besides that, we've struggled. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Yeah. We just, my whole thing is we haven't controlled the line of scrimmage enough. And that's what we've just had done for so long that I just got so used to. Even in 2015, when we were garbage, yeah, the offensive line, four and twelve, our offensive line was still blowing people up. Yeah, I and, could rush you know for thousand I mean? yards behind him. It feels like, right? <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Definitely I mean, not. Gary McFadden hit fourteen hundred in twelve games, so you're one of the slowest people I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'd be completely facetious, of course. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. my point is, is that uh, pretty much any average NFL running back could do pretty well behind that line, the way it yeah. usually plays. Granted, the last year and the year before that. And if and if this Forty ers game. This could just be a point in the future, right? If this just looks like, if that was like a more of a crystal ball game of what this Cowboys team really I think is. It is, and I think it is too. But we really need to see it. We need, like this week for me is such a test. Oh yeah, hundred you know I mean? percent. Like I said, it's the part of the schedule yeah. you got to do it. You got to do it now. You got to do it in the division too. What if you look yeah. at it? I haven't lost a division game, so it's true. We'll take it. You know? So we got this game, and then we play the Chiefs next week, right? Yeah, it's after that. It's the Chiefs, which is going to suck. I think that I is the true. Think about that right now, I think that's the the test. Of if That's we can the win a championship or yeah. not, you know, man, this next, oh god, this next stretch is brutal, dude. We go. I thought it was a Monday night game. Damn, oh, I guess it's Sunday night or Sunday midday for the Cowboys. Oh, against the Chiefs? No, against the uh, Redskins. Oh, the Redskins. Yeah, no, I knew this weekend was. For some was reason midday. I thought it was Monday night. Yeah, we got America's no. game of the week. Always, dude, because we're America's goddamn team. Now, yeah, but we mean, go Chiefs, Falcons, Eagles, Chargers, Redskins. Oh, dude, just like... Yeah, no, that's bad, yeah. I mean, the Chargers, you know, they're kind of a bad team, but... They're not, dude. they got a really good defense. That's true, yeah. Joey, Joey Bosa, Bosa is, is the, the truth, absolute man. truth, He's so yeah. good. Like, he's really... Which is funny because the the draft that we that we wanted we we got Zeke. I wanted uh, Jalen Ramsey and Joey Bosa. Kind of flip flopped in that order. I don't really care which one of those two. I'd still be happy with those two. I wanted Jalen Ramsey or Zeke, and uh, you know, I I I still. I still love Zeke, but man, it would be nice. To no, have I do, Ramsey. but it'd be real nice to have Jalen Ramsey and Jordan we could, Howard. We could use that super corner. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's so hard to see now. I mean, no, yeah, it's it's impossible. If we take Jalen Ramsey, we played. don't take Jordan exactly, Lewis. Yeah, yeah, and all kinds of things yeah. happen. And then the rest of the the rest of the draft is completely different too, because then Zeke falls a little bit further. It's just a whole thing, a rabbit hole that we could go down. But nah, it's all good. We'll <laughs> keep it moving. Now, I don't know, man. So, like, you got any, like, point of emphasis, like, things you're worried about this Sunday? Like, the things I'm a little worried about, Josh Doxson scares me. Yeah, Josh Doxson, I think, is going to be a good player in the NFL. Um, he already uh, is, right? Like, right well, now, yeah, he's but the I think number he's one wide receiver. be a great player, like, yeah. consistently. Um, I don't. The only thing, I would say the matchup um, that win or loses the game is just how we tackle in space. It's just Chris Thompson. Yeah, it's Chris it's Thompson not, versus our linebackers. Yeah, it's not letting him... Uh, you know, not letting him break out, not letting him throw people off, and then just keep running. Because our secondary, I think, they're good tacklers. Mo- I mean, for a unit, they're good tacklers. Um, but I don't want them to be relied upon to make so many damn tackles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want one of our linebackers to have 100 tackles in the season. You know, and I feel like Sean Lee will be on pace for it. He's only missed We don't games, need it where it was Barry Church was the guy leading our team in tackles. See, that I don't like. And yeah. it's one thing, like, if your safety leads your team in tackles and he's really rangy and he's upping the line. Like, he's your Kenny Vaccaro. He's on the line of scrimmage all the time. But Barry Church was not. Barry Church played a lot of two-deep safety and was leading the team in tackles. Yeah, for sure. That was, that was a problem. But we don't got to worry about that now because, honestly, I think we're tackling a lot better um, – I mean, this year than we haven't passed. At, le- sure. at least I think you can finally see that coaching, where like it's <laughs> like that's kind of ingrained into them now, like the right way to tackle. Hopefully, and we can see another Jalen Smith kind of flash. You know what I mean? Oh, that yeah, we saw last sure. week, where we can kind of see a little bit more of that. that if I'm like, Marinelli, I'm get like I'm going to Jordan Lewis and be like, bro, teach these fools how to tackle. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, an incredible tackler, he, man, and it's ugly too. Like sometimes technician. I'm scared because he's yeah. just straight going for the feet. He gets him every time. Gets him it's every mad time. impressive. I, I don't think I've seen him miss, miss a tackle. 
I can't think of one off the top of my head. I definitely can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I can't think of a lot of amazing tackles in space against real NFL playmakers he's made. So He's a beast, man. I don't know. I, I, I'm a little worried about what's going to happen this Sunday. Like, I don't know if we are going to have a Chidobi or not. He yeah, I, questionable. Need, I want him to play, man. I yeah. need to see how he's going to be. Really need to see how he's going to be. Because, man, that duo, if that could be uh, like our starting corner duo. Chidobi oh, yeah, and, that's and perfect. Jordan yeah, Lewis and then you look at your third round. Your th- uh, slot is Anthony Brown. Perfect. Well, I guess you put yeah. Anthony Brown on the outside, and then Chidobi. Yeah, at the, yeah, yeah. But your third corner in general would be him, which is. Perfect, I mean, honestly, I that's the best thing about all three of those guys. They all can play slot. Oh yeah, they're all super. Right? And uh, Chidobi plays safety, dude. I like that. Yeah, I think it'd I be. Too. I think it's worth investigating in the future, putting him at safety and see how it does. You know, anything to get Jeff Jeff Heath off the field. Out of the I game. support, except a kicker. Except, except a kickoffs. kicker. Never forget. Yeah, kickoffs. I guess. And the second extra point. It was great. I don't know, man. There was that one extra point that was so brutal. I don't trust it. Yeah, it was it was real bad. Um, but so, one thing I did want to make sure I mentioned these guys' names. So we, as we mentioned, we got a got a fan submission. Those guys uh, said they've been listening to us, which is awesome. Love the support. And in the messages that we exchanged back and forth, asked them, you know, is there any questions they like to ask us? And they did have a couple, like the the DAC stats that we already mentioned. Um, and then the other question that they asked, which I thought was a pretty good question, is they wanted to know whether this team we think could beat the 90s era Cowboys, which as we know is dominant and wins three Super Bowls. No. Shortly, no. Shortly, <laughs> shortly no, they could not. Um, however, I actually think, thinking about it, because I've read this earlier today, you know, it's been, been bounced around in my head for about six, five, five, six hours. Um, I think it'd be a good game. I think it'd be better to actually sit down and watch than we picture it in our heads. You know what I mean? Because I think... I think these athletes are better than those athletes. Exactly. Exactly. The NFL is more athletic. Now that team, they're better football players and they're better coached 100%. And they were just so deep because that's the thing you don't have with this roster. You don't have the cap space and the ability to have such a strong 53. You don't have seven defensive linemen that start on 31 other teams. You know what I mean? mean, It was was ridiculous. Also, the thing is, we just have such a, a lopsided team. We have a pretty solid offense. We don't really have a single hole on offense. Yeah, and that team was... Sacked on just, both sides. Charles Haley, every just single roster Hall of spot. Famer, and yeah. the craziest motherfucker. Um, I mean, I mean, to me, they're the greatest team of all time. Oh, they are 100. percent I think yeah. that team would smash the shit out of any Patriots team. I don't care. They went 0 and 19. They went 19 and 0. I don't care. They would. That would that would be a that would be a good one. Honestly, would, I think they would body him. Uh, don't get me wrong. Completely different NFL. That Patriots team would spread the ball way more than that Randy 90s Cowboys Moss. teams was used to. That's the that's the one key there, man. That that 2007 Randy Moss is read. Yeah, ridiculous, no, he's, dude, yeah. ridiculous. Like, I mean, definitely greatest statistical rec- receiving season of all time. I mean, he broke touchdown record. He almost breaks yardage record. I think he's the greatest receiver for one game ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give me uh, one game of Moss, and, I, and I'll, I'll take him over everybody. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You know Especially uh, a game where he's he's mad at the other team going in. Oh, like yeah, let's say he's playing the Cowboys, you Monday know, night. and we didn't draft him like we fucking should have, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Although to be fair, I'm glad they didn't draft. There's a lot of stuff that was around Randy Moss when he came out. You know the yeah, like success and touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but now nah, he really he really was. Yeah, there was there was a lot of problems. I honestly do get why they didn't draft him. Damn, it would have been nice. Yeah, it just would have been really easy to see a pick like that flame out. But anyways, I did. I loved that question. Um, getting like getting some interactions from our fans today on social media was literally amazing. Even though the fans may be few in numbers, I do love yeah, to man, get hit messages us up, like dude. that. Follow like us I said, on Instagram, I asked that guy Twitter. any question he wanted to have us on. Told him that you know they're one of the first people that have ever hit us up. We'll have to fly him out at some point. And try to have him on the show. Fly like, him out like we got that fucking money. Well, I don't know where they're at, but it sounded <laughs> official. You don't. Yeah. They didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying, if you're a fan, man, shoot us shoot us a message. We'll respond. Uh, we're always we're always active on social media. Uh, you can also hit you know find me on on Facebook, um, 
Colby's a lot better on, on the social media. Well, I, I try. I, I try. I try to stay pretty active. Also, it's hard, man. If I'm at a stand-up show, you know, I can't. Yeah, be, no, you can't be. Oh, speaking of, man, I'll be at uh, the Plano Hyenas on Sunday. Oh, very show. nice. Very yeah, nice. hopefully doing 15 minutes. But the Booker's weird, man. He's like, yeah, come prepared, have 15. I'm like, all right, cool, you know, no big deal. And he's like, but also, you never know, I might give you five. <laughs> so it's just weird, you That's know what weird, I mean? Yeah, yeah so maybe weird, go fuck yourself. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, so quick shouts out, Dominic, Charles Webb. Really appreciate you guys hitting us up. Any other fans that are listening, send us a question. It'll definitely get answered with nothing but time on our hands. Um, but yeah, I'm on Instagram. Instagram is the Dallas Diehards. Twitter is at Dallas Diehards. We're also always posting, you know, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, any way you can find to, to hit us up in these preliminary stages and we're just now figuring out how to do this, you're definitely going to get answered 100%. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, you got any, uh, prediction for the game you want to throw out? Score? Yeah. Well, let me take, again, I'm picking domination because why not? Let me have us 33. I think it's a weird game. I think we have some field Mm -hmm. goals. No, well, that'd be, let me take us at 34. Shit, so 28, field goal 31, 34. Yeah, shit, my bad, 34. Uh, so we'll go 34 to, I don't think the Redskins really do a lot, 10? I mean, 34, 34 to 10, 10 something okay. like that. I think, okay. again, I think they might end up a garbage time touchdown, something like that. I think it's going to be closer. I think it's going to be like 28-17. I think we're gonna have a little NFC's bit of problems. Game. It's NFC, yeah, it's, it's a be defensive close, battle. But I think we're really gonna we're gonna handle them. Like, I think that twenty eight seventeen that score isn't gonna really show what it's gonna be like. But I the, think we're gonna handle them. Yeah, but it'll it'll still be competitive just because it's just the way it always is. That and yeah, like I said, the Redskins are gonna come to come to play no matter who is in there suiting up. Here's for what them. I'm really worried about because I mean you have to if you're playing you know this Washington team, Jordan Reed. Oh, it's dominant. And Vernon Davis, dominant. man. Yeah, yeah that duo a, across the middle of the field. Brutal. That's yeah. That's absolutely a yeah. It's uh scary. That's why they don't throw to their their receivers for the regulars because they have that and you know Chris Thompson who's a good receiving back. Um, but still, I just still don't think that's enough. You know what I mean? Like, no. I think they got too many holes on that. In order line. for Washington to beat the Cowboys, they would have to number one show out on defense. They're and stop our pass rush. Yeah, which I don't think they can. and that's the thing is that offensive line is not going to be able to hold up. And even if it is, they'd still have to put more points on the board than that. I just don't. I just don't see it happening. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really see a scenario where it works out like that. I think Demarcus Lawrence is going to be dominant. He's second in the league right now in sacks. Uh, he's got he's, ba- he's, he's got back nine by and a half. one half. Yeah, he's back by one half against a guy who's played another game. Elias Campbell. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and Clyde Campbell is on a Jaguars defense that's dominating as a unit. So I mean, you almost say D Law's performance more impressive for me. I think it's more impressive. Yeah, I mean, I think it is. He's 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 just balling out, man. The biggest thing I want to see is that that matchup is Morgan Moses going to play because he's a really really solid tackle. So if he's playing, then you know th- that would be a good matchup to see if he can go against him. If he's not playing, it's going to be a disaster. This does look like good news Kirk for us, Cousins. though. Uh, just Google Morgan Moses. First thing that comes up: Morgan Moses injures both ankles. <laughs> That's not what you want from your tackle. Not nah, both not, not both ankles. You don't want one ankle, but both of them. It's a problem. What's wrong, Morgan? Well, my right ankle hurts, but I mean, if I'm being honest, my left ankle hurts. <laughs> I'm six foot six, three hundred and fifty pounds, hurts. and I have to run a lot. Right. It's not fun. <laughs> Everything hurts. All right, man. I got um, I got nothing else. We'll yeah, get out no, of here. Good. We'll, Come back. We'll definitely hit a uh, Sunday reaction. Ah, man, I got to do that show, so probably won't be able to. I'll have to be running down to uh, actually not playing on the Lions at Fort Worth, the Fort Worth Hyenas Comedy oh, Club. Well, then yeah, yeah. I don't so. know. We'll see if we have time to fire one off on Sunday. We definitely will. So. We try to get a quick one. If not, regardless, we'll, be we'll definitely be back on Monday. Monday for the full recap, and then in um, the meantime, man, hit us up on the social medias. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I said, anybody who's got any kind of you know message, question, anything like that, super awesome. Definitely reinvigorates us. You know, gets us back into it as well. I mean, yeah, to those guys. we you know it's it's a 
it's called the Dallas Diehards for a reason. Because we're yeah, diehard exactly. fans. I, that's the whole we point. Want, we the only the people podcast. to be fans of this is people that are fucking diehards. Exactly. You know I mean? and if you we, don't fuck with the Cowboys, don't listen. Yeah, it's fine. You don't have to yeah. listen to it. Uh, and we made this podcast because, you know, Spencer and I tried to find a podcast like this and could not. So this is the exact reason why we decided to make yeah. one. And we definitely want to hear from, uh, from, from Cowboys people Nation, that would man. consider themselves diehards. 100%. Shoot us questions. And uh, we'll always be posting. And until then, we're out. See y'all later.